0: G'day boys. Welcome to the Coach and Tex. The hiatus is over. Shane, what have you been doing for four weeks, mate?
1: I don't know. I can't remember. No, that's a good good answer. Tex? Hello, Turtle. I've been been, um, chafing at the bit. I've had my spell. I feel like a horse ready to just run very hard over the 1100. A lot's happened.
0: Has it? Mm, Four weeks, mate. A long time in footy. Mate, I can definitely align Richmond's poor form to us not doing the podcast. So we were at our best last year when week after week after week, all we would do is put up with your dribble about how they'd lost the hunger, they were no good, and we just kept winning. Isn't that the case, Shane?
2: I think we should have another month off, and at that stage, Richmond won't make the eight. Mm. Mm. There'll
1: be plenty more on that. And then
2: we'll have plenty to talk about.
1: Why don't we Go back. Go back. To about four
0: weeks ago. Yeah, I know. We, we were about to, to do something and then um, some things came up and we weren't able to do our Queen's Birthday special. Um, so we didn't get a chance to, to, I guess, recap on Neil Danaher and what a star he is and, and what he's done with the MND game. Um, so that's probably the first thing that, that, that springs
2: to mind from a few weeks ago. Well, sensationally, they raised $4 million that weekend, I think.
1: Yep. Which and is they were targeting two.
2: Incredible. Um, so... Yeah, we'll talk about today, mate, about how impactful one guy is with what he's facing right now. It's just amazing.
1: Now, you know I'm prone to make some big statements. I can't remember a more inspirational figure in my life. So people we'll talk about Mandela on the world stage... What Neil Danaher is doing, continues to do, is just outstanding.
0: Well I'd hate to say anything about Dustin Martin, mate,
1: but... Um... Oh, <laughs> don't insult Neil Danaher by putting them in the same category. I can't believe but, you just said that. Oh, yeah. well, th- there'll be plenty more dribble come out of that mouth uh, over the next yeah, 15 true, minutes.
2: True, no, he's, no, a he's, he's a star. He's a star. He is, no
1: doubt. No, no oh, you know what? I also thought they did a really good job of um, having the game in Sydney and then the slide in Melbourne. I thought that, that all worked really well, and clearly it didn't. Detract um, from those who bought a beanie or some socks or whatever. So,
0: can you remember your favourite
2: slider? Yep. Nah. Mary Poppins. I Thought she looked unbelievable. <sighs>
1: Mine was um Bill Brownless in his VB stubbies.
0: <laughs> I've actually forgotten what they. I, I thought Gil was okay with um uh, what he did. Mm. Mm?
1: Nah, I thought and Razor Razor went down. Mm. They they got they didn't actually stay
0: for his interview. I'm not sure if they did it on Channel Seven because I watched the Fox um, telecast and they didn't do all the interviews. Mm. Um, but um, but I thought um, poor old Razor, because he was going to do Elton John and his outfit didn't turn up apparently.
1: No, well he had the glasses on, but they covered all uh, all Man? groups was again. He do
2: Rocket Man? Was
1: he? Yeah, well I think he still went down as Rocket Man, but they yeah. had a number of female participants. And they cut. They tick the indigenous box with Jeff Farmer as well. So
0: he was good, Jeff Farmer. Did well, all
1: they needed was someone non binary to go down the slide, and we would have done the lot. Moving well, along, right? there you just don't know. It.
0: What about um? So that same week it was meant to coincide with the commencement of Men's Health, uh, Men's Health Week. Um, yes. And that I still reckon that doesn't get much much of a, a push, particularly by a game, the AFL Men's competition. You would have thought that there might be some space in the calendar to. To actually talk that up, but
1: I, I reckon it's too sensitive for them now. They cover off every other um, fad that comes and goes, like that silly pride game they do, or they do the um, uh, the the Maddie Foundation. Not knocking that cause, but but I would have thought men's health in a game that's dominated by men would get more coverage than it did. Yeah. Did they touch?
2: well I didn't hear it spoken by about in at all. The interesting view yeah. right? because the the Spud frawly Anniversary and they they got out in the ground with That's too low and What Caroline was that? That was, was earlier was, in the year? It was about year. let's talk I think it was, it was phrased something like that anyway. So that was a few weeks earlier Maybe a month well, earlier. That was about round two, mate. Yeah, so Yeah, men's health is men's health. We, we should should well, be that could be the we should, vehicle. Because Spud's game is going to be, like, so, well, hey, hey.
0: be an, uh, an, an annual An annual thing apparently now. So but it's just another one that in Kilda. So St Kilda do that. They do Maddie's, uh, Maddie's vision Whatever that, um, did, that one's called. Did so. you do
1: anything yourself for um, Men's Health Week? Yeah, no,
0: we did. We did well, we, we, we did um, a bit of focus on our internal social media, um, a few little bits and pieces here or there, um, some communication out to people, but not a massive amount.
1: Right, well, we've got to own it. I, got, I checked the plums during the week and just made sure everything was where it needed to be, and I did my bit, just encourage others to do the same.
2: No, that's good, mate. Shano? Well, I didn't check mine, <laughs> but uh, I am due to have a blood test. So, um, because a friend of mine, um, Angry Dad, as we all know, Angry Dad is Angry Dad, but his real name is Mark Over. He had uh, recently had prostate cancer, and he's had it removed, I think, the prostate. So, he's very, um, uh, what? Oh, tiger. He's... um.
0: Not enough dimmies then I'm a little
2: sausage roll. He needs two, I think. So anyway, we might have got our assistance over there in the corner to actually feed Tiger in a sex so... Um so yeah, I, th- I think I think I think it should be just raised as often as we can and not focus just on one week though. And we we've we've spoken about the the mental side of our health, um and how we wait to are you okay day and the, well, why do we have to wait to that K to that day, sorry, to um, talk about it but should be spoken about like someone's got a sore knee for example then we should just talk about it you know as often as we have an injury because someone will complain about oh, i've got a sore shoulder or oh, i've got a sore knee and my hips are aching but we don't say oh actually not feeling too good
1: mentally this surprised me about men's health <clears throat> i'm just referring to my notes here mm. I'm, I'm, i wasn't being distracted <clears throat> do you know prostate cancer um and say, colon, bowel cancer, is not in the top 10 killers of men. The top 10 killers of men are heart disease, or heart attack, uh, lung cancer, dementia and Alzheimer's, stroke, and chronic lower respiratory disease. They're the top five killers of men. And then you get into prostate cancer, blood cancer, diabetes, colon or bowel cancer, or self-harm. Does it actually
2: say about what age group, though? you think no. about dementia? It's nope. generally older people, nope. older men. And women of course so i just wonder like the percentage of deaths of men because i know three blokes this year yep. between the ages of 45 and early 50s yep. have prostate cancer yeah it's just crazy it seems so like there's just more and more of it
1: and and I know they talk, uh, they do a bit of um, alcohols become a big thing. You know everything associated with alcohol, whether it's the impact of drinking or drinking too much. But um, mm. I, I was I was surprised that the AFL, given its platform, didn't do more on the topic.
0: There is um, a, a period during the season, if I recall, I've seen it on. Um, I think it's AFL three hundred and sixty, where the coaches use it as a chance to to focus in with Chemist Warehouse. I think it's a sponsor, and they talk about oh, yeah, doing yeah. the testing and all yeah. that. I think yeah. that's a time. So it could be. Uh, uh, could coincide with with that as well. But I think the the power of these individual rounds is all about promoting it, right? So mm. although we celebrate the Indigenous stuff in Sir Doug Nichols round, I mean, it's, it's more around that whole conversation around what those players and more broadly Indigenous society brings to the greater um, Australian society, I guess. And with some of these things, it's more around how do you use the AFL potentially as a vehicle to raise the profile. Anyway, it's just um it's just something that was um happening in that week that we that we said that we'd speak about that we didn't get around to. So obviously we've done it some justice in these last few minutes. But how about the irony of ironies? Uh, Melbourne is now the hub for all all AFL teams. After everything that's gone on with um with COVID, this is where we are Tex.
1: And how quickly things turn, hey? So the government's being put up there as controlling the disease adequately and locking down when we should have. But um, thankfully, it doesn't matter where it is. Thankfully, we've got a place in Australia um, where we can play footy and hopefully get the competition through. But it is ironic that um, Melbourne, of all places, hosted... It was like back in the 80s, wasn't it? Eight games a weekend in Melbourne or seven games a weekend in Melbourne. Pity they weren't all at the same time. We could have gone around the grounds. Yeah,
0: but And it was like the 80s, mate, because there was only about 12,000 at some of the games, oh. right? Which there used to be in um, some of those games in the suburban grounds at suburban Oh, um, suburban, yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That, that's a big problem. Hey. That is a big problem, the crowds.
0: Yeah, it's, it seems to have been really hit by what's going on. Have they changed the limits for this weekend? Have they made that I, announcement I heard out, today
1: or? that they're intending to. They're going to wait until Thursday, but they're expecting to have... Games back in Perth in front of crowds and upping the capacity. I'm not sure that that's the issue, really, is just the capacity. I mean, it was 18,000 at the G yesterday. and It was about five degrees.
0: No, no, but it puts more pressure on, mate. So, like, I know that, for example, the week before when Richmond played killed killer at MCG, the limit was 25 or 50%, right? Whichever, yeah. Whichever you reach first. And for that game, even though it was a Richmond home game, there's MCC members, AFL members were taken out of that 25. So even if Richmond um, could get members to go along, they couldn't have got uh, more than, um, than probably 17, I think, was the number. So getting 14 then there would have been a few, few thousand St Kilda supporters because they only had access to 2,000 from what I understand for that game. But there's a lot of rules that are being put in place on people to get to the games. So I suspect that continues to be an issue that's driving driving crowds and, and I don't know how um, now that we're this far advanced in the season, like if you were a St Kilda supporter, realistically they probably didn't think they were going to win, right? So how many are going to turn up on that night?
1: Oh, I think there's that and um, people post-COVID have thought twice about what they do, so not not because they want to go, they're worried about catching COVID, I think if you said to 10 of your friends, let's catch up on Sunday night, I'm not sure 10 out of 10 would say yes. I think people have got pretty comfortable... Relaxing at home, the TV product's pretty good, depending on which station you listen to as long or watch. As it's not Channel Seven, but it's got harder. And I think we're become creatures of habit, so we like to know where we're going to sit. We've got our certainty. So a lot of people don't forget buy their seats for the year, so they get their fixture and plan their life around AFL matches. Hmm. Now, I mean, here we are on Monday night, and we don't know who's playing or when. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or maybe it's it's just dropping, but. The AFL want to be careful, they, 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 I fear in two years' time that crowds never return to what they once were, um, which could be a real problem. But what about um, what about? Are you an anti-vaxer? Because what else has happened in my four-week sabbatical? I've had my second jab, and mm. I'm ready to go, mate. I'm.
2: You're doing really well. Plums are okay. You've two. Plums jabs. are good. I've had my
1: vaccination. Fantastic. I'm going to get my flu shot next week. And then I'll, and then I'm on the lookout for something else that I should be vaccinated against. But I'm going okay. <laughs> Have you do had your jab?
2: I've had my first jab. Yeah.
1: Good. Yeah. Pfizer or AstraZeneca. Astra. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yep. So next you didn't one get is... a choice. Nope.
1: You're not worried about it.
2: Well, at that stage it was over fifties. Okay. So of course I'm there. Hmm. Um, don't say anything. Um, so the next one is end of August.
1: No side effects. No. And you're not worried well, about. I don't.
2: It? I don't Think I had a side had side effects. It didn't feel any different. However, you know, I am prone to migraines. But I had, I think it was the second week afterwards, after the jab, I had about four migraines in five days. Right. Which they say that can be a side effect, headaches and that sort of stuff. So maybe I had two in six days. Maybe had nothing to do with the Pfizer jab. That was that, that was Richard losing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So maybe I had some side effects, but otherwise.
1: What yeah. about you Phil? No,
2: no jabs. Haven't had any yet. Right. C- couldn't.
0: I-, I went to book in a few weeks ago. Nothing available. at seven of the centres until October 31.
1: Really? Now, I, I-, I That's wanted crazy. to wait till
0: the Pfizer. And-, and then, of course, <laughs> Shane says that the last time we caught up, oh, I'm about to go and do my second shot or my first shot or whatever it was. Yeah. And I reckon three days later they announced, okay, now if you're 40 to 59, you can get Pfizer. So, yeah. go, okay, no worries. So, I've gone and registered on the government website or did all the bits and pieces and then... To try and book online, it's a nightmare. So, so I don't know when it'll be, when it'll be available. I just mate.
1: walked in, waited my two hours, and got my first shot. And then I booked in for my second one. And the whole thing, I was there fifteen in and out in fifteen minutes for my. No, second. I
0: think now it's it, it's they've streamlined it okay, mate. But I think the problem is, is that um, if you want Astrazeneca, it's no issue. You can rock up tomorrow and get it. But um, so I, I know there's some sub forty. Aged people who are who are going, but they're on the basis that they get advice from their doctor.
1: So hmm. these people who don't get vaccinated, there's got to be some sort of penalty come their way soon. Is there a penalty
0: if you don't get vaccinated for the flu?
1: Um We could have a whole session on this. Yeah, but it's socially well, maybe irresponsible. Put that up for your political platform. Socially right? irresponsible, I'm not guess. Vaccinated. I'm guessing
2: the country might have been Thailand. Was it not the? president or prime minister, whatever they call themselves over there, has said, if you don't get vaccinated, you're in jail.
1: Yeah. Love it.
2: Love it. Should be more of it. It's not a communist country, no tax. More's
1: the pity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we we better keep marching on. So we're back into our our usual routine for our episode, but we can probably get a little bit of feedback on, on Twitter. And where do they go, Shane? If they do want to get involved, I'm pretty sure it's at The
2: Coach and Tex.
0: Magnificent. Let's keep rocking and rolling. It. Hey, there was um. It. There's been a shitload of stuff that's been going on over the last four weeks, mate. Where, where should we start? <clears throat> should should we start with the breaking news? No, it's not quite breaking. It happened earlier in the day today.
2: Shocking.
0: Yeah. Shocking. Shocking for who, mate? Shocking for Geelong. Yes, Hocking. shocking. Yeah. The sooner, sooner you get it, mate. You no, didn't I, get it, did you? I did. I, I got it, you and I just didn't um, think it was that funny, mate. Thanks for acknowledging awesome. I did. Not, I don't know how else text, on this medium mis- it's not as obvious, mate. But I was not at Text missed
1: it. No, I I think you're being uh, uh, how unusual that we have different views. I think it's actually a good appointment and good for everybody.
0: He'll he'll go beautifully down there with um, Mr. Six Acres, mate.
1: Well, now Cookie has been at Geelong forever.
0: One of the best administrators going around.
1: Yep, I I reckon he would have had a little bit to say in who succeeds him because he's so highly regarded. This is a CEO's role, so it's a step up for Steve. I'm not saying it's
0: not a step up. I just think it's a win for the rest of the AFL competition.
1: Well, maybe. I think there'd be people in an AFL house who'd be pretty happy to see the back of him.
0: But There'd be plenty of people in the, the clubs that would be ex- extremely
1: happy that he's moved on. Possibly. But good on him. Promotion for him. Good on Geelong. They've got their man. The, the key for us, the lay supporter, will be who replaces him. Because that's, that's the big gig. You go back to... When uh, Adrian Anderson, was it, who was doing it? That's the most important job in footy, I reckon, is, is the Steve Hocking job, not the Gil McLaughlin one or the the um, whatever they call the head the of the CEO? Division. Yeah, I, I, no, no. I reckon Steve Hocking's role is the biggest impactful role in the AFL.
2: I've heard Brad Scott's probably in line to take it over. Oh, him. wow, that'll get you. You're in just go, trying mate. to wind me up. That'll get no, could well, you. You look at his role at the moment. It couldn't be. Yeah, it could well be. Did you, could,
0: did you see him on the front part of AFL, AFL, AFL no, Victoria? No, I didn't
2: see him on there. Though. AFL Victoria,
1: so they just groomed oh. him. Ready hey, 15 a, minutes a, of trouble. my
0: life, I'm never getting back watching that dribble. It's
1: a big gig, mate, this one that Steve hmm. Hyde Yeah, so team. how the
0: hell would Brad Scott even be considered for it? What background or knowledge or
1: well Victoria. that's what he's been in charge of.
2: So yeah, for, for like six months, Shane. It's a boys club, got mate, that I'm before telling that. you. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. Bet you he's there, mate.
1: No, shame Bet he's there. Well, like there would be... There Stinky Eels has come out. Oh, yeah. We've got that, that first that. look that the couple of the boys mm-hmm. got at Dingley at three-quarter time there. What about... three um, quarter time. Who would be... So, so, good on Steve Hocking, right? Who would be the obvious replacement for Steve Hocking if... You two were choosing his replacement. I, replace I haven't replacement. Even thought
0: about it. Mate. Benny no, Gale? No, 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 because that would be a step down. If you just said that he has gone to take a CEO role, then mm. potentially it's one of those footy ops type guys in the clubs or someone from within the AFL. So, yeah, dare I say it, it could be Brad. Or it could be the guy, Dylan, just moving across into footy operations. He's done mm. the legal part. They might just move him he's, across. He's, Travis All right. could get it. The fixture he's man. Right. Yeah, right.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if it is a boys' club, it must
1: be an internal appointment. Bucks, ooh, now there, months off. the breaking news. Dang. yeah, no, that'll make a lot of sense too. Nathan, you heard it here first. Bucks to the
0: AFL footy ops manager promoted to the point of incompetence, just like someone who's recently just got a gig at a company that we all know about, mate. That's what happens sometimes. No good. No,
1: definitely. Mm. Hey, um, let's not gloss over the big issue, though. No, no, but
0: just tie into that, mate, because there are a couple of things on the run sheet that relate specifically to Steve Hawking. He's got his fingerprints all over it. Go on. Right, which is um, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, ten weeks ago, you boys were banging on about games of, of 100 points plus, and it has died in the arse. Um, I mean, we're back to... You would have sworn we were back in 2020, mate, with the scores. Well,
2: it is winter. It is cold. It is wet, so... It has an impact.
0: Yep. Next. Yep. Next.
1: Yep. What else? We had... Uh, yeah, we're, Marv- we're, playing,
0: we're playing indoors, Shane, uh, in Melbourne. Where? At Marvel.
1: Well,
0: one game. No, not one game. Yeah. I mean, this past weekend it just went past. There was yeah. about four games at Marvel. No. Because well, it yes, Thursday night, like four Friday games? night. Um,
2: and Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and had the the roof open. Had, hey? They had the roof open.
0: Okay. That's fine. But it wasn't raining, so it wasn't dewy. It um, wasn't windy. It was well protected. So Any Hey? Any Mildred? No, the only Jew that was there was Stuart, who was there on Thursday night when I went to the game, mate.
2: I've well, had plenty of Stuart. <laughs> three
1: three games on the weekend, the winner kicked over 100 points, and yeah. the other one was 98. So four of the nine, you're there or thereabouts, mm. the weekend just gone.
2: Okay. So well, I don't know. it's the, the, Certainly the scoring has increased. It,
0: it decreased, you mean?
2: Uh, from earlier in the year? No, no, just... Overall? From last year, right? It's increased, right? And there's extra time, I know. And it has had an impact The a couple of rule changes. But certainly um, less 100-point games over the last four weeks, for sure. Do you
0: reckon it's... A, uh, so I know that the congestion was a big issue, right? Um, and that's definitely opened up, right? So tick. Um, but what about the, the chipping around? Chip, stand, chip, stand, chip, stand, chip, stand, stand, I noticed stand. you don't like the rule... No, 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 I've got no problem with it. But uh, I think it, there's certainly more of the, the short um, the short kick, either the switch back to the other... It just seems like there's more of of the possession game. S- um, some so clubs, earlier, earlier, some clubs year, more than others, obviously. Yeah, earlier in the year, there was much more around surging forward, forward. trying to score and all the rest of it. Mm. it. That part seems to have decidedly changed. And I think some teams have tried to find other defenders. And this is what I said at the outset, if you recall. Coaches find a way to, to play around this stuff, right? And And now... I reckon, personally, that's almost just as unattractive as players all diving over the ball because if, if the umpires made the right decision, um, then you'd clear, that, you'd clear the congestion up anyway. But um, I think it's just the way the, vo- the game evolves and, and coaches find a way around this
2: stuff. It'd be interesting what the coaches would say, as in they've allowed it to be the longer, quicker game early in the season, and they thought, well, let's just see how this pans out. Uh, maybe high score, but hang on, we're losing more. Actually, don't want to change that and then go revert back to what they had been doing. No, this is clog it up. Uh, and then, therefore, those short kicks come into play, which
1: is a very unattractive. And then we get less scoring. I'll tell so, you what I love. I'd the, rather the other way. Yeah, I love the, the full-backs able to play on now. He's got a bit of space. Oh, that rule's been fantastic. Whether his first kick is a short kick to someone who's free or whether it's a long kick, kind of kicking way outside 50, that's been a real win for the competition, I reckon. The ability of the full-back to play on quickly and run outside the square and not have any players within that 25 metres, that's been fantastic. Good on Steve Hocking for that.
0: Mm. And the other one that um, you were hot to trot on, mate, was how many guys are going to score? I think in one of the earlier episodes you
1: said four blokes were going to score more than 100 goals for the season. How's that going for you, mate? Um, I got that one wrong. (laughs) I'm happy to admit that. But it is interesting that you've got um, Harry Mackay... Tex Walker as the two leading goalkeepers of the competition. Both of those teams are playing for teams that are in the bottom six. So, obviously, they're quite one-dimensional. But it has surprised me. Maybe I went a little early there with that, Mm. just a tad. But unlike you, I acknowledge when I've made an error in judgment. You've got to make an error to acknowledge that you've made one, mate. I'm still still searching. Just on errors. It's not on the run sheet. Umpire number five, Lee Hausman just what an embarrassment to the competition that bloke was yesterday at the MCG. Had they no did. impact on it. Just, I haven't seen an umpire out of their depth at AFL level like that since maybe Anton over in Adelaide when, uh, in, in the early 90s when he had a bad night. But Lee Hausman, my God.
0: I didn't even know there was a bloke called Lee Shot. Housman.
1: Well, this is the problem,
0: right? And Apparently he's been nicknamed shit. At, um, at, at the umpire squad there. Shit houseman.
1: <laughs> very good. I'll like, explain
0: it to you, mate. Do you
1: know what I noticed yesterday? Because oh. we, we don't talk about this often. Mate, you brought the assistants along here, mate. Do you um, want to talk that up a bit? They're so low on numbers, the umpires, that what was happening yesterday was Razor was actually coaching those blokes as their umpire in the game of footy. That's how, how low they bat. So he, what, this Lee Housman's had 77 games and no finals, and the other bloke that he was running with yesterday was in his 19th game. But they've been really poor, the umpires, and they'll cop more heat for the rest of the year. So they put they obviously put the dud
0: umpires in the in the games that don't count?
1: No, I think this is the problem. It doesn't matter which game it is now. You've got some umpires who are at a level that probably they don't deserve to be because they haven't turned over that list for a long time. They've got other blokes hanging around doing 400-odd games. But anyway, a, a side issue, just... Talking of people who make errors.
0: That's also on the sh- um, shocking um, portfolio, mate. Well, so you no having a crack at him. So, so I, we've got off the goals really quick onto umpiring. I can,
1: I can tell you that, that that's, that that's line, why Hayden Kennedy left the AFL umpiring department quite quickly was because his inability to agree on the future direction with Steve Hocking. This is a problem What now. a shame. Could he come back now No, the well, shocking's is, gone? That's right. That's a problem. He was a polarising man, Steve Hocking. So that's to your point. Plenty of people will be happy that he's gone.
0: Mm, starting with a shitload of supporters, I reckon. But you
1: know what I learned from his interview today? That the job's demanding, it's a different job to what it used to be, and you can have an expiry date in a job like that. Um, so Four, I mean, he used to be in the just, five, I think, coming into his fifth, and he Already. reckons that was enough. Yeah, so he was,
0: was able, able to oversee the Richmond dynasty. Well, let's talk about that because that's... Well, hang on, mate. Oh, I just want to talk oh, about Steve. the goal kickers, mate. We can come back to that. I said you, I was you,
1: wrong and I apologise. Hey, eh? yes. did well, You don't have to apologise, mate. Well, no one will kick a 100 probably now. Yeah. So well, no. do you want to
0: have a new go at what the, the winner will score? No. The winner of the Coleman?
1: No, clearly I know nothing. So what do you
0: think, on this on this issue? On oh, the goal kicker?
2: I reckon it'd be 70 to 80.
0: Yeah, but do you think... How much of this has got to do with the rules versus the way that coaches want their teams to be more multidimensional. So I think you mentioned earlier that the couple of blokes who are leading are are playing in lower-ranked teams. Yeah. uh, And so they've possibly got less options up forward. Um, But is it more about the way teams are playing rather than... I mean, I I think West Coast, if you go and have a look at them, they've got both Kennedy, Liam Ryan and Darling all in there. Geelong have got Hawkins and... Jeremy Cameron, Richmond have got Lynch and Jack uh, I mean, Lynch has been injured for a few weeks, but he'd be early 20s, I reckon, in terms of goals. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, I, it'll be interesting to see what the winner scored in 2019, uh, what the, the winner of the Coleman medal got in 2019, because whether this what, year... wasn't that, it, was it? 2019. Should, I, I reckon it in the 60, medal, one, how many 12, goals. 20, no, no, he won it in 18. 18. Yeah, and it right. would have been um, high 60s, right? And I, I, Tom Lynch scored sixty three, I reckon, in 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 that year. Um, so one
2: season was really low.
0: Yeah, last year because of the
2: less games. Right. So if you disregard last year. Yeah. We well, should look at Josh, Josh Bruce, thirty nine. Aaron Norton's thirty three. So yeah, there you go. The combo. Tom, yeah. Uh, Tommy Hawkins, forty um, odd, forty five. Jeremy Cummins is his hammy, but he hasn't played as many games. He's kicked twenty eight already. Yeah. Um so, mm-hmm. didn't put them on the list. No, but like you look at Taylor, like he's a yeah, one man band. Same with Harry. So, they are their key key targets. They but been that's what it. happened when Dustlow and Lockett et al.
1: were kicking those. Well, they're marking bags. the ball. Mm. But if they've had you more have opportunities, the
2: French, um, they've once had once more, more the opportunities where they've had one on one contests, whereas previous years it's been four on four, six yeah, on six. Bloody hard to market, so there are more opportunities, and therefore their scoring, scoring opportunities are there.
0: Hmm, good. You, Atex, hey you wanted to talk about the Tigers, strangely enough. Well, we, they're under the pump, mate. Do you reckon using old Mick Molly's board
1: under the pump? Tigers might be on top of the list there. Uh, not only are they under the pump, they are
0: now. You are noted for a bit of exaggeration in this subject matter,
1: right. No. If they were a coffin, they would be lowered into the ground. They are finished, Richmond. They are... No, they're gone, Shane. They, they are gone. Na- all nails are in, are they? Well, I think R- when you, you... buy, Shane, when, you that plays a hit? When you lose to St Kilda when you only score a couple of goals on a wet night at the G, mm-hmm. and then the week after that you'd expect to bounce back hard, ooh, no, we fold up like a deck of cards against the Gold Coast of all people at Marvel... And for those exotic punters, if Collingwood could knock them off this week and they drop three in a row, that is the end of it. But they're gone; they are finished now. They, I, I can't. You now, you think I'm winding you up? I can't see how they can make the eight when I look at the fixture and I look at what I saw in the last two weeks.
0: But it, it, that's the point, though, mate. Um, you, you just want to judge it on the last two weeks, not the body of work?
1: No, no. If you go back to one of our earlier episodes, I spoke a lot about the hunger and the passion that was evident to me. It was no longer there, and now I think it's becoming evident to yeah, Some of those early episodes hope. go
0: back in the last <laughs> season, though, as well,
2: mate. Well, I think it's one of these rare seasons where seventh and eight is still up for grabs after 15 games, whereas usually it's, you know, we spoke about it earlier this year, Oh, yeah, the final eight, that's usually done by round four or six. It very rarely changes. But well, here we are round 15, and I reckon any one of six teams could potentially play or finish at seventh or eighth.
0: And which of those six teams, Shane? Well, oh, got... we'll, actually, we're going to talk about who makes the eight, so we'll come back to that. But more specifically, from a coach's perspective, mate, what what, what do you see as being the issue? What, what's changed over the, the, the last two,
2: two, or, two or three weeks, do you think? Um. They certainly aren't allowed to play the style of game that they're used to seeing. Um, I think they look tired. I think the style of play is very demanding, and they've been playing it super for, what, four years now.
1: Uh, They have. No, I get that. What, they They just can't do it again?
2: No, uh, it takes its toll. You've got all the teams that introduce this style of play that's slightly different to other clubs. It's pretty demanding. You can only sustain that for a long time. The list is older. Um... They're not playing consistent as a total group. And you know, I made the point before, We Graham come through with the rest of the group, second or third quarter, we kicked a 50 metre goal last week. We used to seeing that a lot, um, but we don't see that as much anymore. And we've had, they've had key injuries, um, but they had key injuries last year as well, but were able to get through that. I don't think their list is as strong right now, and that has an impact. And you start to second guess yourselves, and, you know, and I think Damien mentioned in his press conference uh, after the weekend, it's a fine line with confidence, and it is. And once you're not confident, everything seems so much harder. So they may, they're just they're off the ball at the moment. But the two points out of the out of the eight, they're still a champ. But they'd have to win four or five of their last. Oh, set up. If so if it's... I can, since I'm the resident expert, on Richmond amongst the mm. three of us, mate. This will be.
0: Good. Uh, yeah, no, no, it will be as it normally is, mate. But I'll, I would say to you that um, in the two games before the bye, the Essendon game and the West Coast game, particularly, and they did and there were patches in the the Adelaide game that they played in Sydney. Um, those three games were, as a collective, um, the three best games they've played, they've pulled together. They've had good patches throughout the course of um, the season, but they haven't been as consistent as other seasons. Um, so to me, it's, 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 it's actually really interesting that, boom, after the bye, um, they've come back and, and they just couldn't kick into gear. So, okay, you give them one, um, what do they call them, a... Um, um, when you have one, one, a one-off. I guess you call it a one-off, but nice. anyway, mulligan. Uh, a mulligan. That's the word I was looking for. But then, on Thursday night, extremely disappointing that um, they couldn't get up, regardless of injury or whatever else. If you can't beat the the seventeenth or sixteenth team or whatever the hell the gold coast were at the time, regardless of how much depth and injury and all the rest of it, extremely disappointing. So you sort of like think, okay, is now that the bottom because. I mean I, don't, I mean, I still think they can make the eight. Um, however, it's, it's going to be a, a, a truckload of work to, to say that you can win the flag from oh, true. From, from, from where they are now. But,
2: but I think you're going to be an expectation when you play Gold Coast, who have been really inconsistent for a long period of this year, yeah. early in the year. You know, you text you were saying that I've got rocks in my head. I still think they have some great upside with Gold Coast. And we saw that on, on last Thursday night, right? <laughs> the quality of the game was actually quite good. So Richmond were better, even though they lost. Expectation was they should beat them. Yes, they should, but they didn't. But the quality of the game was quite high. It was very good, compared to the week before where they lost to St They were horrible then. So they've been inconsistent. And we'll get onto the, the top eight, uh, who will make the eight, you know, in a sec. But like, I'll talk about form about all the teams, the six teams that is around that mark, and there won't be much difference a Richmond. So that's what I'm saying. This could go down to the wire who actually makes it because those six teams aren't consistent at the moment. But but they, do you want to say anything else about Richmond before do, we go to the I
1: oh. do. It all goes back to me to the 7th of May when a Mr Six Acres Geelong side kicked 13 goals to two after half time. That was the start of the downfall of the Richmond Footy Club. And I'm not winding you up. They got belted in that second half. Then the next week, I think they just held on to beat GWS and then they had those games you're talking about. That was the turning point for me. When no, Geelong, no, we lost against Brisbane
0: as well. Yeah. Um, and, and we were with Brisbane for nearly three quarters and and they just went went nuts in the last. I
1: think psychologically Geelong hurt them when they belted them in that second half. Yeah, we, that we,
0: had, we had Geelong's measure, mate, and then we put the cue in the rack and thought it would just carry on and Geelong had a good second half.
1: Remember where you heard it. When Richmond, not if, when they don't make the eight. Yep. It started with geelong's second half well that's your view it. it is i yeah. just want to put it on record if they don't make the, for eight, the hand side. It,
0: um if they don't make the eight it'll be um when when it happened was in the the last seven minutes against west coast that's when that cost them the eight because we would have been um in a very different position had we won that game that's not saying that we would, would, would have coulda
1: but didn't yeah well that's fair enough mate but
0: um but in most cases woulda have, coulda have, and did is the story of their last four years mate so
1: Richmond uh, ninth, Every now and again, normal transmission has resumed. Perhaps, I see.
0: perhaps, Tex. Um, moving right along, the who who actually makes the eight? Um, Shadow. Um, th- so, so do Richmond. we agree that it's 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 only three teams can fall out of the eight, being Sydney, West Coast, and Richmond, um, before this
2: round. Obviously, no. Richmond I think only out. West Coast or, well, Richmond are already out. So it's yep. GWS and West Coast at the moment.
1: Right. So you, you think Sydney are locked in?
2: I think Sydney locked
1: in. Me too. Okay. I think only West Coast can come out. I think GWS stay in. Mm -hmm. So for me, West Coast come out and...
2: Well, we're based in GWS's staying in on the last week's performance, which is pretty good. However, they failed to beat Hawthorne the week before that and drew with North Melbourne who supposedly are the worst team in the competition run. I'm not sure so that they, they are, are
1: now, North Melbourne, though. No, but I'm just well, saying, you like,
2: talk about an expectation of Richmond beating Gold Coast, I'm just comparing, right? They've won one and a half of their last three games. So after one win, it's upbeat with GWS. But, mate, if they're any good, I'm not saying they're not good, but if they're any good, they should have won the... And the they lost against Hawthorne games. as well, mate. That's what I said. Yeah, they lost sorry, against mate. Hawthorne, and they drew against North Melbourne. They should Melbourne to them, shouldn't down not they? but these guys don't listen Bills. all right? So, they're not a shoe in right now. So, end of the Fremantle, inconsistent, should have beaten Carlton on the week. Expected to beat Carlton, didn't. They're two points out. St Kilda, well, who knows what you're going to get with St Kilda. Um, Essendon, they're further out. So, I don't think they can make it. But, again, Essendon and Carlton, if we look at them, they're only a game and a half out with seven games to go. But I wouldn't expect those. So, you're probably looking at five teams that can make the, uh, make the eight. The last two businesses. So who gets in? I don't know. Oh, well, well that's that's thanks, thanks for
1: that. That's why put yourself
0: a... out there, mate. Just make
2: a call. All right. I will say Richmond and GWS will get in.
1: All right, text. So, so from today, you've got West Coast out and Richmond in. Yep. Um, I've got it as unchanged. Stays as it is today. Okay. West Coast so staying. So after all of that. Yeah, West yeah. Coast staying. I think they're... The shocking weekend, but they'll put that behind them and. Will they? So why? What? Um, why do they not have hunger issues or age issues or any of the stuff that? Oh, I think they've got age issues. Right, I don't okay. think anyone. I don't think anyone has the hunger issues that Richmond have because that's become self fulfilling and.
0: Because we've won everything basically. For yeah, you
1: have, years. but yeah. so you don't have the desire now to win anymore. That's mm-hmm. how it looks to me. Well, West Coast
2: so, got smashed by the Bulldogs a week before oh, the Swans and, and I question West Coast four, six, eight weeks ago, I said, there's something not right there. Coach, players, whatever, they don't have the desire and they are very, very shaky. So I'm not sure how they stay in based on their form. And they probably should have lost to Richmond. They didn't, of course. Uh, They got over him late. But lose that, they're in all sorts of trouble, mate. I know I, the Bulldogs, I'm not sure. they don't
1: lose away from home, mate. they get back how do, how do they get in, though? Tell me how they stay in. They'll win enough of their home games when they get back and play in Perth for the rest of the year. So
0: of those teams that supposedly are in the hunt for a final eight spot, and we go all the way down to, I think someone even mentioned Carlton, right? Which I don't think have got any chance. No, right, I don't think St Kilda, I don't think Essendon... None of those teams. I think there's only one team now that's outside, and, and I always thought that even when we were inside. The only team that could make it is GWS. My, my guess... From Anglic? No, no. Won't get anywhere near it. Um, the team um, that um, could get in, were I thought the GWS would get in, and I thought Sydney would actually fall out a few weeks ago. I think that win on the weekend has probably now flipped it that mm, West Coast are out, but I think I think Richmond get in ahead of the GWS. Richmond have got less games against the current top eight. Uh, of all the teams that are in that mix, including Sydney, they've got less games against other teams in the top eight and below. And how's so, their
1: track record been this year against teams in the top eight?
0: The Richard- Richlands. Mm. So they could lose both of those and still make it. Mm. Troy is what I'm saying. Troy. West yeah,
2: Coast yeah. West
1: last year. Serious, three games, serious, serious part of the season.
2: Melbourne, section. Freo and Brisbane.
1: I really anyway, all that. let's keep moving. Richmond so, play GWS and they play Freo. But They'd probably, both.
0: Regardless, so you're saying GWS and um, West Coast make it, Tex? Yes. You're saying Sydney and, no. oh, sorry, GWS and Richmond make it, West yes. Coast don't make it. No. And I'm saying Richmond and West Coast make it and GWS
1: don't make it. I live tweeters could repeat that back to us. That'd be most appreciated. It'd be
0: almost as easy to understand as the rules around your, um, certainly competition.
1: Oh, stay tuned for that.
0: Yeah. No, no, hey, probably. what about, um, so uh, it's probably what's more important. is the team at the top of the, the teams at the top of the ladder. So tell yes. me what your power rankings are, Tex. What are your power rankings? Your top my, four,
1: my top four in order well, as it, as it, not, not where you're going to finish. No, Who do no. you think right now Today, are, the, are the four best teams? Western Bulldogs, Brisbane, Melbourne, and Port Adelaide.
2: Okay. Any explanation in order? around that? In order? Is that in order? Yeah. That's in order in my
1: today,
0: from what I see. So you reckon Western Bulldogs play Brisbane in the grand final as it sits now? Yes. Okay.
2: Shane? Uh, Western Bulldogs, number one. Um, Brisbane, number two. I think Geelong, number three. And Melbourne just hanging on to number four at the moment. Ahead of? Port. Okay. They're not that strong. Port.
0: So my my view is there's not a four. There's only three teams that I think could win it. why did not you ask for, for three
2: a out of three then? No, no. You asked
0: for four Well, because we, we started with the top uh, our best four teams last time we did this, so I'm just being consistent with that, right? So <laughs> I think clearly number one are Brisbane. Brisbane are the best team in it. Um and if you recall, Tex, at the start of this season, I actually thought it'd be a Richmond-Brisbane grand final. It looks like Richmond won't be there. Brisbane, You're, I think. I think Brisbane, from here, win it. Um, you also
1: referred to the Bulldogs as flat track bullies.
0: Yeah, and I, st- I, I still don't think. Um, I'm not sure they'll make the grand final. Do you, right? do
1: you need to go under yeah. some psychiatric so, care?
0: Last time, we, so I think the chance it's was it was. week,
1: right. You had your so opinion. Careful.
0: This is now my opinion, Tex. So back off, little fella, um, and start with the warm milk. The, um, the Melbourne, I think, are, are a chance. Um, and I still think West Coast, if you had to pick a fourth, then I'll put West Coast. I don't think Geelong
1: will win it. They're too old, mate. They'll fall over. Well, the, um, big, the big thing for me was uh, Cameron's hamstring again. I, a caveat for me on Geelong getting better was he made a difference third hamstring for the year, Shane. You're the player in the group, 212 games between us. If you do a hammy three times in a year, you're in some trouble, aren't you? Well, there is three muscles on a hamstring, so uh, maybe,
2: <laughs> maybe he's right now.
1: Well, I'm right. surprised you have the Bulldogs so low. They're, no, mate.
0: No. I, I still don't think... So, they're, they're, I think in finals, they're on their only the forward is Norton. Right. Um, I don't think that um, Josh Bruce is any any chop. Uh, when you start locking up against serious backlines in the finals, I reckon they'll struggle. And I think um, if their back line comes up against um, for even the West Coast in a final, I know they just touched them up over there, but I think um, you put West Coast midfield in six weeks' time, I know they got smacked yesterday, and all the rest of it, things can change very quickly. So I think Bulldogs struggle, against a team that's got a half decent. So even against Geelong, I think Bulldogs would struggle in the finals. Well, but
2: only lost two games for the year, so it's very yeah. good out of fifteen. Yeah, that's so. good. Yeah, they've got that ten against North Melbourne. Two
0: or three, mate, I think they've lost three, haven't they? Um uh, Melbourne we'll and M we'll both lost are they three. Yeah. There's right. three so maybe three. Yeah. Yep.
1: Three. Hey um what about Silk?
0: Yeah, let's wrap up with Silk mate. Ba it's sad that um they, they ended up losing the way they did. Uh, worked out all right that he played against his old team?
1: Not unexpected. Now, I'll get criticised for this, but he's a star, Sean Burgon, and, and he, he came across as non-Indigenous, can I say. What? The way he spoke, the way he approached the week, what he did on the night, he's a genuine star of the game, is this man. And he's clearly holding his spot in the side. I don't know if he's planning to go on again, but he's I got... I don't think so. Oh, you don't think he's holding his spot? No, I don't think he's planning to go ahead. Oh, okay. So the Q will be in the racket, 400 and a bit. Yep. So he's he no he had an average
0: game on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, so. no, he wasn't alone there. He wasn't yeah. alone. No, right
0: no, there. but he, he hasn't really been... I, I don't think he's been impactful in one game this season.
1: Well, I thought it was great. 400 games, got to play against his old club, did the whole family thing. And what surprised me was two coaches in 400 games. That is unheard of. Only two coaches in four hundred games. And
2: did Choco try and take over the uh the presser thing, whatever they did? They did a bit Not that a I
1: saw, I didn't see Choco. He yeah. was he there?
0: Him and Clarko. He was just like he was telling Clarko how he'd stolen all of his people. Great, great job, nevertheless. All right, carry on. Great to uh, watch. Oh, mate, I can hear Shane wants to have a chat. Second, watch out. Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood
2: puts it back! Oh, magnificent round,
0: Jano, off the back of your your big um, um your big all Australian all Indigenous team over the history of the game. <laughs> now we we were slated to do your all Australian team about three weeks ago, the mid year. So now it's the two thirds of the uh, all Australian team. Um, but you've been doing a whole heap of work around your your favourite players, mate. And I know it, it's it's taken you the best part of the three weeks to
2: to do all this work, hasn't it, mate? No. The stress, the pressure you guys put me under, mm. it's unreal. It'd be like coaching an AFL team. It'd be like coaching Richmond at the moment, wouldn't it? Mm. The yeah, pressure that... is enormous.
0: It's oh. actually probably the least pressurized job of all, mate.
2: Really? Yeah,
0: well, you That's won it. three flags, mate, just to walk in the park, yeah, really. Right? He looked very tired the other Are way. we going he, from, yeah, from the back pressing. line? Or is yeah, there because no... they don't have
2: high standards there, mate. Yes, we're we'll going from humbley. the back line, all right?
1: From the back line.
2: Yeah. Right. Tommy Stewart from Geelong. Mm-hmm. Is that a tip, boys, you want well, to well, make let's a comment while we it, go? Yeah. yeah, no, that's a Steve good May fullback, yeah, and Jordan Ridley in the other back pocket. Mm. No, if he's played enough games, mate. Has be, he played it, he, he has and then... plays the rest of the back. Oh. He was in my last year's team, too. He's uh, in the Batman move. Uh, halfbacks, well, this is going to surprise you, this one because I, I oh. didn't agree, I didn't agree oh. with the coach playing him back there. Oh, all right, shame. but his, his stats are right. pretty impressive. Jack Zebel. Right, this segment now has to end, Shane. <laughs> <It's an laughs> you cannot be taken seriously.
0: You want? Do you want feedback immediately on that one, Jack Zeebel.
1: What do you want? <laughs> Jack Zeebel, keep, keep going. I'm giving it the response it deserves. <laughs> Harris
2: Andrews, you got it. Yep. He's a fullback. <laughs> What's he doing? at in so, halfback.
1: There's no other. There's no other player.
2: Hey? There's no yeah, other he's players. Right.
1: backline
2: players. Tommy Stewart can go to centre back if he needs to. It's a back six anyway. Um, and.
0: Oh, don't tell me. I know who this, your next one's going to be. You don't know who the next yeah. one's going to be. Go uh, no, on, I'm guessing. Who is it then? It's not Maynard. No, I'm no, good. Maynard. All right, go on then. Go on, tell me who it is. No, no, I don't. What? That's who I guess. I guess half back, mate. Come on. Hang on. Spit it out. What's he doing?
2: Hang Richard,
0: on. You lost your mind, man. So, <laughs> recapping while he's doing that. He, Tom Stewart, Steve May, Jordan Ridley. Jack Zeeble. Jack Zebel,
2: which is... And Jack Lucosis. Like
1: Harris Andrews, Oh, Lecocious. Yeah, that's okay. happy with that.
2: Yep. So, center line. Gold Coast player Isaac Smith, Took Miller, and Jared Lyons. Mm. Half forwards, Clayton Oliver, Taylor Walker, Tex, and Clayton Christian never played half back, mate. uh Half-forward. Petrarca? Aller, we have the mate, same problem forward. every year, mate. What's that? Just let me finish, all right? It's his segment, mate. Exactly right. you said giving him immediate so feedback. No, Better. Uh, where was I? This exactly segment, mate. Toby Green in the other forward pocket. Yep. Uh, Tom Hawkins, full forward. Mm. And Charlie Cameron, I've put in the other forward pocket. Rux, Maxi Gorn. Uh, the Bont and Darcy Parrish, and the interchange, Jack McRae, uh, Aaron Norton, Harry McCoy, and Ollie Wines.
1: Now, now Shane, notable omissions.
2: Yes, coach, how many, how many games you coached? Oh, well, I, well, don't start with that, mate. I, well, well, you guys can throw the crap out, so I can throw the okay. crap out. Yeah, it's it's, it's all right, mate. It's unbecoming of you, mate. Yeah,
0: come on. Ollie We're Wines? Senior, on,
2: senior figure, mate. We're the amateurs on this panel. Ollie
1: Wines? Yeah. He said, he, that. he said oh, that. Oh, did. Sorry, I must have missed said, it. That's the listening Sam skills Walsh? that you have. No. Zach Merritt? No.
2: No. Just couldn't make it.
1: Rory Laird? Yeah.
2: Rory Laird? Who do you want to take out of the on ballers then?
1: No, no, you play Rory
2: Laird half-back, Who do you want to, mate, who who you want to take out of the on ballers? You've lost all credibility. No, of Laird doesn't play in the backfield. Right, no, he plays on ball It's, it's not,
0: not my job to say. I can't even remember who you mentioned. Laird plays on ball. Could not remember who you mentioned. Laird doesn't play half back. Could not remember who you mentioned after you said Ziegler, mate.
2: Well, that's your listing skills. Did you have good. Josh Bruce in? If you asked me to get the team, he listed all the positions. Two first names, mate. Did you Jump have Josh
1: Bruce from the Western Bulldogs? Why would he Ahead
2: be? of who? Of for the forwards. I'm
1: not sure ahead of who. I'm just saying you can have... Well, that's him. what no, you're going say. You've replace well, him like right for like Yeah, that. with who? So I'd
2: take all want around. to take? You want to put Zach Merritt in. Who do you want to take out yeah. of the on-ballers?
1: Um, Took Villa. <laughs>
2: Look at his stats.
0: Oh, it's not about stats. It's about impact. Well, it well, is. Right?
2: He has very impact. He's having a super Did you, you have a in your city. team? Yep. Yeah, okay. So you guys don't listen? No, no, no,
0: no. Well, I told you I switched off at Zeeble, so yeah, well, I've got to check back in again. again right?
1: You've done some work here. I what, to Zeeble or, the, or to you? you? For me.
2: Sorry, Shane. Absolutely. You ask for something, you two, and you just question everything. You don't even can't even name the team back. Oh, hello. Uh, hello. So what are you doing?
0: I well, did. I just went to your backline, line, mate. I told you I know the first names. Name yeah, some other
2: right. backline players you put in there in, in head, instead of them. There. Braden Maynard? No, he's had a horrible year. Jesus,
1: okay, I thought so. Um, I well, deal as usual, maybe you're all right. over
2: it. I don't, I don't have Dylan Grimes yeah, out as evil. Dylan Grimes had an average. You know, my Richmond player, is, he should be in there. Yeah, Dustin not Martin should line. be in there. No, no, he, he should be on the bench. No, you're kidding. No, you shouldn't be. You're being biased, The
1: notable one for me was only Zach Merrick. And
2: Who would take out it? Who would you take out though? Took Miller. Yeah, I, I would t- mate. I'd take Took Miller. That's as too. good as I can give you. Okay. I, I took him
0: out as well.
1: But hey, well done. <laughs> well done, mate.
2: That was. <laughs> you scared <laughs> to say anything <laughs> different. It was. A, it was a good team shape. No, Thank I like, was surprised put Jack Zemo, Look at his stats.
1: Well, oh, I can't because Took Miller. before the half there.
2: back line was the hardest one I could I find I found to put in there. I'd have McCray on the ground ahead of Isaac
0: Smith. I don't even know if Isaac Smith makes the team ahead of. Um, well, he's a
2: wingman that's probably doing the best of the wing. Well, that's, well Jack, and Jack, Jackson McCray's been on the, team, on the wing. Not McDonald, yeah, and, and, and Woody. And you raise the point where he doesn't who who Clayton Oliver doesn't play in half of the. No, no, well, I put McCray I put on the bench.
0: Either. No, just, I'm happy to swap him. Yeah, I'd put I'm McCray on the wing. I'd take Smith out of the team altogether. Um... And it? Merrick, Merrick gets a gig ahead of him, I would have thought. You'd have to play him on the wing. And even maybe
1: Sam Walsh, but um, as a choice. Shana, who would be your All-Australian Coach of the Year? You've got a Aaron Woodland on the bench as well. Ruling uh, the Indy line, players, line
2: right? at the minute. No, he's, he doesn't play big. He can play big. He's very agile. He's a super player. He could actually play half-back ahead of Zeeble. <laughs>
1: Anyway, I'll just Who would it? be your coach, coach your all Australian football. coach, if you were ruling the line at the minute?
0: It's got to be hard work, mate, to, to hold up that team considering everything that's going on, doesn't it?
1: Just ignore him, mate. <laughs> can Buckley still qualify? Um, <laughs> what about Rob Harvey? Travis Boak, he was another one. Who I thought you might have snuck in. No? Huh? You can only get 22
2: in, Troy. I understand
1: it. Who was your coach of the year at the minute? Well, that wasn't asked previous to... Uh, no, but so that I'm asking Sharon. you now, Shane. Um, no,
2: it was officially but anyway. go. Would. Would, uh, um, well, certainly in Melbourne's rise, you'd have to say Choco's had a big impact, so... He's the, he's
0: the development player of the year, development <laughs> um, coach of the year. Oh, I like the Brisbane coach, I think. Yeah, yeah, oh, Chrissy
1: right. Fagan. Yeah. 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 Mm, okay, well, good work, Shane.
0: Eh? Especially the way they've recovered after their one and three start or whatever. Out mm. in the road and everything like that. So yeah, quality yeah.
2: outfit. Who's hungry? Mm. Ripped off down in They were. I don't yeah, know how Hugh
0: McCluggage doesn't get a game on the wing ahead of um yeah. ahead of um, Isaac. See, I'm coming
2: hard, up with some a better hardest, ones than Tex. That's the hardest thing. There is some good players that don't get in, but these, Charlie Cameron. These players in, are having mate. great <laughs> seasons.
1: <laughs> Daniel Rich.
0: Well, he'd play. He'd be ahead of Zeevil. There you go. Ooh, Shano, he's what? just admitted He's just ability, coming I good between us. Turtle and just let's, let's, turning up the Jets
1: just, here. Let's
0: just check. Let's go the rich man, uh, all right? Uh, what, uh, why, you, why do you have to just... It's not all about
2: stats, mate. No, no right? it's but, not. Right? He's defensive... Jaden Short's had a better year than he him. He's isn't great.
0: Liam Baker, they've both had better... You like Liam Baker. He's had a better year than Jack Zeeble. Yeah,
2: he's played up for Jack Zeeble's
0: lucky to get a game at North Melbourne, Baker been playing at what position? Assorted positions.
2: Right, exactly. Dylan Grimes... Yeah, you're just repeating what he said about three. No, three I'm minutes just ago, mate. thinking so on the run. To what he
1: says. Where I do my best work right. on the run.
0: I I'd I put that um CJ from Hawthorne ahead of um it's having uh, twenty five possessions. Yeah. versus he's played uh, play a better season than
2: Zebel. Zebel, Shano, oh, I still can't believe you said that. Is he having twenty seven oh. possessions? Meters gained six eighteen versus six oh nine. No, that's good. All right, well, um Good please. work, Shane. Yeah, anyway, no. care factor. Mate, you put yourself well out done. there, Shane. Uh, well, well done, done that's mate. all we've well done. done. Look, Look at the fist yeah, he's fist well well done. done. Fist bumps. Good well job, done. mate. If you can only see these two people.
0: Thanks, Shane.
1: So after four weeks hiatus, it's time for Catch Up Turtle
0: TV. Catch Up Turtle TV, mate. Well, I don't have an app, mate, where you can just go and catch up on all the stuff that I've, um, I've been throwing out there.
1: Four weeks you've had to build this segment? Well, there's been
0: something on TV for four weeks, mate, that's built itself up that needs to be oh. removed immediately. Oh, do tell. That ninja program. How good is it? Love no, it, Jesus Oh, go awesome. Go on, mate. See you later, mate. Why? No deal.
1: What don't you like about it?
0: Everything. The commentary, mate. Um, you've got that idiot Ben, whatever his name is, from Sydney. Fordham. Is it Fordham? Is it? Yes. Yeah, with him. Ben and um Shane Beck. Crawford. Ben and Beck. Beck Madden. Oh, Justin's daughter. Shane she should just stick to um, footy show hosting. Um, Cro- no good, mate. Croft. They they try and co- it sounds like because. All I do is I hear the commentary because I'm in the kitchen and, my, and Mrs. Turtle's watching it and I'm just thinking, no, this, this, this is not on. No good. Shall we? No we good. We? And then I saw Kyrgios is on there as a special comments player. Correct. I like Kyrgios. Unbelievable, mate. Oh, mm. I don't mind the show. No, no good. So as far as I'm concerned, gone. Okay. Uh, and there's some rule that you can just come back again, even though you, were, you didn't win last year. Just come back on again this year. Isn't there enough new entrants? Can't you give new guys no, a No go? you've got to
1: hit a certain criteria to qualify. You've got to get through the course. Well cl- clearly it's too tough. Well,
0: what I try to go on. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, I would scrap the, the, the ninja. shell
1: the
2: shell slowed you up. No, <laughs>
0: did I have to break loose of it, Shane. Um, no good. But on the flip side, a, a definite nothing to do with sport, um, but a great program that needs to be needs to be given some time. Jack Long. Irish. Have you seen that Oh no, I haven't. You, well, I know of it. ABC. Guy Pierce is on it. Yeah, it's on all the back seasons are on um oh. Netflix. Netflix or Stan. I, I think it's Netflix. Uh absolutely brilliant. Anyway, I've just what I've just binged this, this season, season. How many three. episodes is There's you only heard? four. They're about an hour, right? Um this this season. So it's the shortest season.
1: No, but what if you if you're new to it and you want to go right back to the start? Well,
0: there's a couple of like movies. Mm. they um give you a feel and then there's two full seasons that have like about 10 episodes. So like where do you start episodes. with the movie? No, no, you can if you want to. I'm just talking about the current season. Okay. Uh, but it's brilliant, right? For for Melbourne it's, it's right in um the heart of Fitzroy. A lot of the filming's done locally. Um the the main pub that they 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 utilize is um the Prince of Prussia. Um so I don't know if you remember, you know you go in the back streets that. of Fitzroy there's yeah. pubs everywhere, right? I've seen that? Um, so they've got in, and then they've a couple of characters in there, and they refer the, to the old Fitzroy Footy Club. So it's anyway, it's good. And Guy Pierce, who's actually a Geelong supporter, um, uh, he plays the starring role. But there's some good Aussie actors, and in the current season, Gary Sweet makes Ooh, it sweetie. makes it, yeah. makes it, makes it return. Name. But it, great program,
2: That's highly awesome. recommended.
0: It's the it's Turtle TV's favourite for this week, mate. Is yeah, that right? Um, another
2: show on the ABC on Tuesday nights, I think it's eight thirty. Is Love on the Spectrum. Great show. Should watch it. Okay.
0: Mm. So, mate, I didn't name my all Australian team, so I don't expect (laughs) you to give your TV advice during Turtle TV. I've got a a request. You
2: certainly question my selections.
0: I'm just adding something to you. No, not interested, mate. They just can make comments around, um, like you did about um, the ninja.
1: Then can I suggest we move on? Can I put in a suggestion for Turtle TV? Could they do a forensic review of the upcoming Beauty and the Geek?
0: Mm, not sure. I've got the patience to, to sit what? through that one text. But, Just putting it out uh, there? I'll, I'll put it on notice. I'll, I'll talk to the committee and, and come back to See you. See if you right. can. Um, yes, I'll, I'll refer to one other thing that I want the to the talk about a little bit later. But, um, anyway, that's, that's your um, number one, Scrap Ninja Turtle. Scrap um, the
1: Ninja and on the Jack Irish. Right, correct. Loving your work, Turtle. Thank you very much. And I want to look him straight in the eye
0: and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is!
1: Now, I have a two-pronged tirade. One is... The incompetent Tasmanian government, if ever they had an opportunity to put their arms around the game of AFL when we were screaming and looking for venues, they could have said, come down and play at Hobart and play at Launceston. God forbid we could play in both locations twice over the weekend. But no, they didn't. They did what most Tasmanians do and they made themselves irrelevant because they refused to let the competition in. And they gave up a great opportunity. And as a result, they deserve nothing to come their way. They can sit out of the competition for the next 10 years because when you get asked to step up, you should, and they didn't. So shame on, I think it's Peter Goodwin is the Premier Andy, down there. Is that Andy's a, a disgraceful exhibition of leadership from him and his government not to welcome the game in when they had the first chance to do so. And my second part of the tirade is directed at the turtle because the incompetence and the petulance and the arrogance that comes from people like you, who over the last couple of weeks have said, we'll beat St Kilda, we'll beat Gold Coast, and you coughed up nothing. And I take you back to the great Neil Barm, who was a visionary of the game. And Neil Baum, when asked on radio, when they asked him about the hunger of the Richmond Football Club, you know what his answer was? A great man, Neil Baum. He said, when asked on radio, how do you keep the hunger in the players? He said, it's actually harder to keep them humble than it is to keep them hungry. They and that club have got so far ahead of themselves. Now, I know you think I'm winding you up and others up, but by popular demand, I've had to go there you are so far ahead of yourselves and you still think you'll make the eight. And even tonight, you sat here in this very room and said that you'll make the finals and potentially even shape who's going to win it. You are becoming irrelevant and ahead of yourselves. And I can see it in the coach. It starts with that man, Hardwick, who couldn't keep the pecker in the pants. That was the first sign of ill-discipline. He was checking his plums. But it has gone down the line. And let's see if he is brave at the selection table to go to the heart of the problem of that club when it comes to hunger. And that starts with the captain, Cotchen, who has been irrelevant at best in the last two weeks. So I am unleashing on you, Turtle. I'm unleashing on the fabric of the Richmond Footy Club. You've been great for a long time, but the gig's up. And now it's time to be humble and retreat and wish those well in the new era of the competition and go back and rebuild, I don't think you have it in you, you personally. I don't think Peggy does. I don't think Dimmer does. And I don't think Trent does. But I watch with interest to see how you go over the next couple of weeks. As Joffa once held up the sign that said, Game over, it is all over. End of an era for the Richmond FC.
0: And you're right, mate. I don't have it in me, so... Um, idiotic at best, mate, would be um, my assessment of that um, that tirade. But let's go to your first first part of your tirade. What do you think, Shane? What do you remember it? What, what it was? What was that about, Tasmania? Yeah. Tassie. I'm still um, stuck uh, at Jack Zeeble personally, but you go ahead, mate. Well, he plays well down, Tassie. <laughs> That's right,
2: Tassie, yeah. <laughs> mm.
1: They had a great opportunity, Tasmania. Well,
2: most states do have the opportunity. What about our mate over in WA? It yeah, is far worse than, that, than that, mate. No, no, but no one had a big chance. Of, the health of the are, um, Indigenous realm. the health of the people, overrode the uh, want to have AFL games in Tasmania, which they still are having games
1: there. Yeah, but they could have had. Yeah, they could have. They could have on a weekend yeah. when Essendon went down and had a home game down there against. They could somebody. have had Freo
0: and Carlton, mate. Yeah, that's it.
1: But they could have. They should have yeah. jumped at every single opportunity to put on a game in their own state for the Tasmanian. Well, they've been yeah. given a hand me
0: down again, mate. Well, yeah, North they, Melbourne's they, bad enough that they get North games. They have to put up with that. Do you think a, that's a, a bit
2: of well, the AFL aren't coming to the party, wanting uh, a team in Tasmania, permanently mm-hmm. based, and now the AFL will say, "Hey, well, yeah. give us a hand with you," yeah. and they go, "Well, uh, up you." Why would well, you? they'll be the ones who you you yeah, that you wouldn't ask for up you. So, tip for toe. People be- Power will
0: um, becoming will... irrelevant. mate. No, mate, yeah. there's there's absolutely nothing. Uh, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with um, what Gutwin did. No, not good enough. In fact, uh, some would say it was gutsy um, mm. that he stood up to bully, bully Gil. Um, mm. We'll good do this good and, good and good. we'll do that, mate. Mm. Um, Gil and shocking, um, bad combination. Mm.
1: I've had some breaking news just come through on the wires. We've heard your breaking news all night. Um this is what we put up. No, right?
0: no, do you want to save it for tweeters of the week, mate? Because it's come on social media, is not it? Where you, actually it's come on, on social it. media, so yeah, it's yeah, probably more yeah, relevant yeah. in the tweeters. Yeah, no, good, good for you. And mate. what
1: about my views? You, not you,
0: you. Even though it was directed at me and my yeah, cohort. Yeah, you,
1: you've lost all right to respond. Oh, okay. Richmond. Me. Yeah. Shane. Yeah. There's something in what I'm saying, isn't there? The hunger, the passion, the drive, the desire, the intestinal fortitude. It possibly is, Troy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. Yeah, there we go. Just for the annals, there possibly is. It's played above the shoulders, this game. And well, what I, mean, I... It should
2: be questioned right now at Richmond Football Club? But
1: it, it won't be because they think they're better yeah, I mean, than any system. I, would I, reckon, you know. I reckon it will be. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't they didn't actually as turn it is, up. is, they're failing because it should be. This is my point, man. They are failing. Every club goes through
2: these stages, I'm telling you. Even the clubs that aren't in the eight, the question... What is their viability? What are they playing for for the next seven weeks? They're being challenged
1: mentally, so... Do you reckon so. Collingwood can beat them next week?
2: No. I do. Well, you're dreaming. And I gave Collingwood... I'll save your previews for the next second. I gave I Collingwood... So Kilda aren't that good. And no, I know. We'd keep, what? Three goals. I gave Collingwood time. no you're chance. Kidding.
1: No chance to you're beat... Collingwood. Mate. They're the worst side in the competition. The mate, Colin, how's this morphed
0: into a, a comment about Collingwood? They're a, so the
1: the the a chance to get Richmond, you know why? Because they'll make no changes from last week's team. They'll just carry on and say that, oh, we're, we, we back ourselves in and we're a well, proud we footy there'll club. There'll
0: be, there's another three injuries, mate. So We're a proud
1: I'm, footy club and, and we, we we're, that's just not the Richmond who we are. Well, you know what? I haven't seen the Richmond who they're meant to be for the last two weeks and I'm not sure I'll see it this week either.
0: Hmm. Looking forward to going mm-hmm. to the game with your text. All right, any more tirade? No. Shut up, mate. Text. as we know, this is Shane's favorite segment outside of when he gets embarrassed when he reads his various um, compilation teams. I'm not doing any more. Oh, come up. on, mate.
2: If yeah. people want to get involved, where yeah. do they go, mate? Stick up, Troy's. you know what, because it's pretty active at the moment. It's about as active as the Twitter, isn't it? I've got some issues. You've <laughs> some issues. As Cathy used to say. You had your backs. You need to get the colonoscopy done, mate, because there's something wrong with all that. <laughs> Come on, mate. Where did I go, mate?
1: At, they're at, <laughs> at the coaching techs.
0: Oh, that's good. And there's been a fair bit of action, mate. Um, oh. two, two bits. <laughs> you've heard it or not. Two bits that I want, to, I want to talk to you about, right? Go on. A, the vitriol. The vitriol that I received after that St Kilda game, unbelievable. Thoroughly deserved, Very harsh, mate. Um, I've stayed. I would have thought I've stayed fairly humble and definitely hungry. Um, but to, to, I just cannot believe that, mate. I'm going to have to block a few of those people. No, and there's saying? a new, there's a new tweeter who's following us, mate. And this has got. Um, Trouble written all over it, mate. Tricky Rickstar. I saw or that. Yeah, yeah, Tricky Rickstar.
1: We can't. We, it's yeah. got a
0: couple of our current favourites who but, have decided to run with aliases, mate. There's so. a couple
1: playing with our heads there. Yeah, Don't mate, about that.
0: Multiple accounts, mate. But, but they're largely focused towards you. Strangely enough, mate.
1: Well, I did. I did get some likes and some on forwards and went into the. Twittersphere. Is that,
0: is that a new, um, a new, new form of sending you messages to the, like, the Twittersphere,
1: mate? Was that man who got more touches in the Gold Coast nightclub than he did at Marvel Stadium the other night against the Gold Coast. Oh, well, the same old... That was a bit of a rib
0: tickler that one, mate. (laughs) Mr. Beanbag definitely loved that one, mate. Um, And Kim Jong, he's always good for a like. Um, He's unbelievable. But one of his... I've got to tell you about one of his um, his mates. So, so, you know, um, when it comes through on your feed, um, such and such liked a particular tweet, then it, it sometimes finds its way into your newsfeed. Anyway... Um Kim Jong um follows um this this account called Carlton Info and Stats, right? And every now and again he likes some stuff, right? And this guy just posts dribble. So every now and again I'll I'll put a comment back on there, right? Anyway, he's um he he must have picked up on the fact that the coach in Texas has been has been um responding to a couple of his notes. He goes, Oh, you have a weird infatuation with my account. Um, anyway, um, the other night, um, he puts his general post. Oh, this is meant to be an informative account that, that puts oh, messages no. out there about the Carlton Footy Club. Um, and and so if you don't like, like our material, just unfollow us because all we do is talk about Carlton and the Footy Club. Anyway, during the match on Friday night uh, or Thursday night, he's put some comment in there, oh, just checking in to see how Dimmer Hardwick is. Um, just making sure he's okay. Um, we were concerned around his welfare. Uh, was his tweet, I'm thinking, oh, that's interesting from someone who's meant to just send out information on Carlton's stats and so forth.
1: How bizarre.
0: Yes, well, um, he didn't quite like the, the retort that he, he received um, on sometime on Saturday morning when, I, when, I re- when the coach and text responded by saying something along the lines of, apparently, um, he's seen the Richmond doctor and the Richmond doctors prescribed isolation for 24 hours and watched <laughs> the last 10 times that Richmond have played Carlton. Um, you should be okay in the morning. And lo and behold, I think it's the last 13 times Richmond have defeated Carlton, and Tim was fine. He was all okay, mate. So the mm-hmm. so Carlton info and stats, thanks for showing some interest.
1: i tell you what else has hit the... Sorry, that was a long story. It was, though. very, very long. <laughs> it was a sure, short oh, I chewed up the two segment. Two things have caught my <laughs> we're eye. We're running story. out of time, I'm um, I'm imploring our Twitter friends to get involved. You know what this week is? You should both know. Ah, my point exactly. We kick off well, today, so, in fact. You know I'm what it is this finish, week? Right? You okay. know what it is? Men's Health Week. No, more important than that, Shane. It's NADOC Week. That is, it's this week, it's NADOC Week. You didn't even what, know, did you? No. That, it oh, no because, it's, because it's irrelevant. NAIDOC week, so I encourage yeah, it's, all of you to do it. with indici- indi- indigenous yeah, as so, as well. But it started with a bang this week. It's absolutely got off to a flyer. Do you know what's happened this week? This is not the tirade. I oh, know it's not the it's tirade. Said. Do you know what's happened? Just, it's breaking Did they tweet English. something, mate? Yes. Oh, okay, all right. Do, t- do loosely you loosely know,
0: classifies as something for Twitters. as do, a tweet. Do you know, know
1: what's happened this week as no. we kick off NAIDOC? Is it NAIDOC week? NAIDOC week, yes, starts today. Okay. There we go. The SANFL. Uh has had to apologise because uh, they played the 1961 song My Boomerang Won't Come Back was displayed during an SANFL Indigenous round and the club and the decision to use it was an entirely unintentional mistake. So the words in the song are offensive and it hasn't gone down well with the Indigenous community. So Nadoc week is off to a flyer, and my point being, to all of you who liaise with us at The Coach and Text, get involved in Nadoc week. Oh, it's a ripper. Do you know what it's about, though? I've got no idea, and I couldn't (laughs) give a rat's toss bag, but it starts today, and it goes for seven days. So get involved. Uh, If I go to social media, which is where we all go now for our answers, they implore us to put up a poster in our office and educate each other on the indigenous heritage of our country. But it's No week, so get involved. That's my point. So expect, expect, spe- expect... Speaking of rorts... ...to see some um, Twitter. Ha- ha, what what ended up happening with the certainty competition? Did you get... Ah, well, if, Well, I've
2: won, of course.
1: So, on behalf of... This is Turtle TV. On behalf it's of... Not,
2: it's, it's Twitter... Shano
1: and myself, Texina... Paul from Hatchek One, Mr Beanbag and Mr Finn. And you owe him a hundred. There's 12 sheets, Shane. Count them out if you can. This would be Turtle TV. Wow. Two, there's six there. Just, there we go. Shano, you've just oh. got to go and get the deck collectors to get the other hundred.
0: Do you want to tell him what happens next, Shane?
1: <laughs> what happens next? What happens next? There's
2: 12 there, mate. Thank <laughs> you very much.
1: Correct. There you
2: go. What are you? Are you going to contribute your two hundred? Hey, are you going to contribute 200?
0: Yeah, I'll give you the two hundred,
2: mate. Two hundred. Did to you everyone? give him two hundred to everyone who's uh, participating in the competition? Why? Or is that not.
1: just the one? I we reconciled the books. It was six hundred. Yeah, that was for the everybody. And what yes. about our three way one? No, we haven't settled that one yet. Oh right, okay.
0: Okay, that's going as well as Nadoc Week.
1: One thing at a time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Congratulations, Here you go, Shane, Shane. Congratulations.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank you very much. Mm. Nadoc
1: Week. Get involved.
0: Was there anything else you wanted to say, mate? Do, do you want to do your big preview for the game on on um? It's touted to be Sunday Twilight.
1: Well, has that been confirmed? We believe 4:40 at the G. Okay. Um, Hello. I'd expect backs to the wall, Collingwood, to give them an awful fright and be up into it, into their up. Up to it in their eyeballs, up to Put it in their eyeballs, and give Richmond a real fright this week. Mm. So you're going to come, Tex? I've, i I given be, you the free invitation. Uh, if I can be it, there, I'll be there. Four forty Sunday, I'll be there. yeah. Shane, really? That's what we're being told, Shane.
0: So it's it's part of the turtle hospitality package, mate. Um, anyway, we um we. You okay, there, mate. There's no, just checking
1: in. Just checking in. No, just no. checking.
0: Fat checking. Yeah, no, very good. With our all right. Well, I'm not sure there's too much else to say, but
1: we'll see you all in, all next week, mate. See you next Thanks. week, and hang on to your hat if Richmond go down three in a row. Mm. We next might, week might not be happening, Shana. We might run with our own run sheet, show. But there
0: could be a very exciting announcement next week. Ooh, about a an. A, a, well, they're all offside podcasts, but this could be a, an off off offside podcast.
1: Mm. all I'll say is as a teaser to our listeners you coach need to come clean about the approach from that AFL club that you've had regarding so Mitchell.
2: obviously got a contract or about to get a contract with Hawthorne correct mm.
0: correct alright that's good we'll keep we'll keep something for off air alright carry on thanks to some very special guests that we've had in the studio today too they have been very well behaved and um, unlike their um, someone that they know who's been very misbehaving mm. Play on, So up, up.